wouldn't for worlds have surrendered any one of them, of course. Sometimes she wished she could stick up a large notice saying, four children are not too many, so that people wouldn't pity her. It was hateful to be pitied. It was hateful when people said to one another behind her back, yes, she's a widow with four children. Poor girl, isn't it sad? Dinah always knew when they were saying that, because it made her hot all over. Widow was such a horrid word. Widow. It sounded all droopy like a weeping willow tree. Dinah's reflections were interrupted by the arrival of her next-door neighbour, Christine's mother, of course, who had entered the house unperceived and was shouting for her. Dinah had a sort of feeling that the shouts had been going on for several minutes when at last they reached her consciousness. She leapt to her feet and ran downstairs, and found Irene Barnard in the hall. "'My dear, where were you?' exclaimed Irene. "'I thought you had vanished. I've been shouting for hours.' "'I was thinking,' admitted Dinah. "'You shouldn't think,' declared Irene. "'I never do. It makes wrinkles on your forehead. Besides, I never have time to think except when I'm in bed.' "'Something started me off,' explained Dinah. As a matter of fact, it was the children talking, something Polly said. They went into the sitting room, which was full of sunshine, and Irene produced a little parcel from behind her back and pressed it into Dinah's hands. I remembered, she said, smiling. Many happy returns, and may we always live next door to one another. Irene, how kind! It's pretty, isn't it? continued Irene, as Dinah tore off the wrapping and discovered a jumper, hand-knitted in soft blue wool. I won't say I don't think it's a nice present, because it would be a silly thing to say. And of course, if I didn't think it was nice, I wouldn't give it to you. Coupons! exclaimed Dinah. Oh, Irene. I mean, continued Irene, returning her friend's kiss with affection, I mean, I can't stand people who give you something and say it's nothing, or that they bought it for themselves and are only giving it to you because it doesn't suit them. I feel like telling them to give it to the jumble sale. I bought that jumper for you because it's your colour, and I knew you'd look sweet in it with your fair skin and blue eyes. In fact, the moment I saw it, I said, Dinah, straight off. Dinah agreed rapturously that, of course, that made the gift twice as valuable and, stripping off her old brown jumper then and there, she put on the blue one and examined herself in the mirror. Perfect, declared Irene. I knew it would be, and it is. Perfect, agreed Dinah. Now tell me all, said Irene with a sigh. Tell me about your brother. Is he coming tonight? Dinah nodded. Yes, isn't it marvellous? Almost too good to be true. I haven't seen Dan for nearly seven years. It was before the twins were born. And we haven't had a birthday together since we were thirteen, and now we're twenty-eight. Irene settled herself upon the sofa. Tell me about it, she said. I've got a hundred things to do at home. I haven't even finished making the beds because I was in such a hurry to see you. But thank goodness I don't worry about household chores, and they always seem to get done sooner or later. So tell me all about it. About what? 
asked Dinah, as she hastily reviewed her own housekeeping arrangements and decided that she could spare twenty minutes or so to devote to the entertainment of her friend. About the thirteen-year-old birthday, of course. Oh, that, smiled Dinah. That's an old story. Dan was sent home from his prep school because of an outbreak of whooping cough, and I'd had measles and was growing too fast, so I was at home too. I was taller than Dan. It was the first and last and only time, and Dan was annoyed about it. He insisted that we should measure ourselves once a week. I remember that as if it were yesterday. We weren't a bit alike, you know. Nobody would think we were twins. Dan is dark, with wavy hair and brown eyes, frightfully good-looking. Everyone used to say he was like Mother. She died when we were born. Irene knew this. She knew quite a lot about Dinah. But today, for the first time, she realised what it would be like to have no mother. Never to have known your mother at all.